Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont, filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is the podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is Marianne Wright, author of the book, A Short Book of Poetry and Thoughts to Share, where Marianne shares her poetry and words of inspiration to uplift others. Marianne, welcome to the Books on Air podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sloan. I'm yeah, so, privileged to be here. Yeah, so let's start out by having you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book, A Short Book of Poetry and Thoughts to Share. Okay. A little bit about me. I was born in the New Forest in England. Um, my parents were missionaries and I travelled around the world a lot. Uh, lived in Africa, uh, India, um, Australia, and of also England and then uh, New Zealand. Um, I have two children. They're both married. And I have a dog. And I do actually teach tertiary um, students. Um, uh, it's more uh, bridging education for those that did not do so well at school. So I do that. And I also write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. And I so live in what, Cambridge. <laughs> okay. So what was your inspiration behind your book then? Um, a lot of things. When, I, when my marriage broke up, it happened at the same time as COVID and lockdown and to escape, I actually started to write mm-hmm. and I wrote about things that my heart kept um, in lockets, if you like, my children, um, my past, and also of sheer fantasy. The dragons were fantasy, but that was a f- probably inspired by Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just walking with my dog in the different seasons around Cambridge. Cambridge has beautiful trees and they are probably 120, 130 years old. And mm. when they shed their leaves, it just you just can't be sad. You just have to be so, you have to be happy because it's just such a pretty thing to see. Yeah. yeah. So it helped me. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like you wrote, life inspired you. It sounds like all the things that you experience, yes. you feel, but then also what you see mm. in those different experiences that life bring to us. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a poem maybe we can start out with today that you'd like to share with us? I'll share you with the Sprite that was written by my memory when I was living in Auckland and it was around Mission Bay Fountain and it has huge dolphins and has lots of lights and my daughter decided to play in it so that's the reason <laughs> why we, I did it so I can I remembered it and I thought gee that moment was such a lovely lovely moment I'll write yeah. about it yeah so it's called the sprite climbing into the base her little legs struggling to lift over the lip she balanced and jumped into the fountain her blue pants darkened by the wet spray legs wet and shiny with trickles of water Lifting her arms above her head, she ran with fingers splayed towards the jets from the dolphin's grin. She danced, her skin glistening with droplets of spray. Standing in the fountain, jets, her clothes soaked. My fay child of May. Half turning her head, she then caught my light, my eye. 
Slowly, a smile touched her mouth. Then she laughed. Her laughter, laughter sounded like church bells on a Sunday. Her long, fair hair glistened like spun gold, splayed behind and captured the rainbow in her strands. A moment caught in time, sheer joy to watch, such gay abandon, my daughter in play. Mm, I can totally visualize that as you're reading it. Yes. I can picture can picture a moment and you, you what you said at the beginning about remembering a moment in time in that feeling in that capture like um like as you were reading it it was almost like in my mind it showed as like a slow motion video of like imagining her do that um so that really yes. brings that experience to life yes it's true because she was actually a mother's day gift we have mother's day in may in new zealand mm-hmm. and she was my she was born on mother's day and she's always reminded me of a fairy when she was young. She was very, 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 very delicate. Mm-hmm. And when she was playing in that fountain, she just, it was like slow motion to my heart. It was like um, the droplets just spraying off. And she was just not noticing anyone, just actually just into herself playing. Yeah, and I thought, wow, to be a child again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to be in the moment like that, be in such a, you know, ha- have that moment and look back and, you know, and smile at you, knowing she probably shouldn't be doing that, but she's going to go ahead and do it anyway and really yeah, enjoy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going home wet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that that's yeah. such a, um, you know, for adults too, I think that's such a great thing to remember or to, you know, like the enjoying of the moment and being in it, whereas most of us are are not, you know, our heads are somewhere else most of the time. So having that, that <laughs> moment, you know, to, to be yeah. there is, um, I think probably somewhat rare for most of us as adults. Yeah. We forget to play. Yeah. Yes, we yeah, do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any other poets maybe that inspire you or other poetry that you like to read? Um, I like Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I like Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like the, I like the classics. Um, my other poems that have made when my father died in Australia, I went and took his service, uh, that's actually moved me beyond anything. Um, there's lots of things like when you go out, I, I go out on my bike, my push bike, and I go around the country, and it reminds me of England. It reminds me of the seasons in England. There's lots of hawthorn here, and they've got red berries at the moment, and it just makes your heart sing, so you want to write about it. So poetry to me is like music without the is is the music without the music yes yes I feel the music when I write it and and when I read other people's poems uh Leonard Cohen is another one I read um um I feel their I feel their music as well yeah Mm -hmm. yeah oh I can totally relate to that And, and that's exactly when you were saying that about the poetry without the music is the words without the music right I can I can totally see that in that because I think we all have those moments. Most of the listeners, I think uh, listening can relate to what you're saying with having the moment in time where you experience something and you can feel that feeling that that moment brings and being able to then put that into words. And um, sometimes that's a great way to process things too. I I feel like it's a way to um, 
you know, when the words are swimming around in our head or they're, they want to come out, but we're not sure how to get them out, right? Getting them down on paper and being able to do that is a great way to process things as well. Mm, it is. Mm-hmm. It's also like when you like taking a bubble bath, you just, it's, um, everything's at the surface, but there's an awful lot of still water underneath. You, you yeah. want to bring that still water to the top as well. Yeah. Yeah. All you can see is the is the froth on the top of the bubbles, but on the bath, but underneath is all the good it's all the good oils, if you like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, so, for the listeners, what where what are a couple of words or themes you would use to describe your book? I would say it's about life. Mm-hmm. It's very ordinary life. It's about nature. It's about family. It's about loss and it's about fantasy. So we all have those elements in our own lives. Yeah, yeah totally. And it's, that's relatable. That's real life, right? When, cause that's mm. something we all experience. Mm. Pain. And mm-hmm. there's one about uh, the race. So it's how you feel when you're actually competing. Mm. It doesn't have to be running. It's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Competing in life, whatever that might yes. mean for somebody. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it is about life. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds like on such a relatable level that um, everyone can, you know, ha- has had experience with. And because, you know, sometimes I think when we go through life and we have our experiences, we think we're the only one doing it that way or feeling it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and as you read poetry such as yours, you start to realize that um, everyone has these moments. And often when we feel like we're the only one experiencing it, that makes us feel so alone or so separate from everybody else. Mm-hmm. But what the reality of it is, is we're all experiencing very similar things, maybe in different ways, but very similar, uh, you know, feelings. And we're, we're yeah, not, absolutely. As, yeah, we're yeah. not as alone as it may seem. No, no it's like when you, I don't know, when my kids were babies, I was up every two hours feeding them. And I think, is there anyone out there that's that's actually awake like I am? And I used to yeah. think I would be out there eating worms, you know, that feeling like <laughs> for me. But I, you could see sometimes I could see other lights. And I thought, you know what, there's other people doing the same thing as me, probably feeding their kids. Right. Yeah, yeah. we're not alone in and it, whatever it is. We're not alone. And it's, yeah. it's quite a comfort, actually. It is. And yeah. I think it's also very much, um, to me, when I finally like started to realize that and accept it as true. It took some pressure off too. It mm. took some just pressure off of living life, whatever that was the day-to-day stuff, right? Whatever yes. it was, it took the, the pressure away from feeling like I had to change whatever it was really fast because I didn't want to experience it. Or even like the pressure of, well, there's something wrong with me because I'm feeling like this. True. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I think so relatable for me listening. Um, As you were writing your poetry and and putting your book together, what surprised you the most? How much I liked it Mm -hmm. and how therapeutic it was. Yeah. Well, cathartic, really. um, And how much I enjoyed looking into myself and finding things that the memories. Yeah. I couldn't go out. We weren't allowed out. (laughs) So um, I used to take the dog out for walks around where I was because that's what we were allowed to do but it really made you appreciate when you went out the smell of the fresh air and looking at the and looking at the trees and the flowers and and although you couldn't say hello to well talk to anyone you could always wave and smile 
Yeah, that's what I really appreciated. Mm. Yeah, and you mentioned looking into yourself. That that's something that yeah. can be um, unnerving. It can be scary. Most um, a lot of people maybe don't want to do that. But when you and it sounds like from what you've done, when you did look into yourself, what you were able to pull out was, um, again, so many real, real things and so many things that are, um, relatable and also just these parts of life that maybe sometimes we try to pretend aren't there, or we want to skip by, or we want to, you know, whatever it might be, but those, that that's life too. Well, there was one poem I did write about actually breaking up. Mm-hmm. And it was called, what was it called? I must get it right. Um, breaking Away. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share that one as well? Do you? Oh, sure. Okay. It was, it was going deep into myself as to what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you're comfortable reading it, you can. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's called, Oh, the ecstasy of starting to climb, holding hands, sharing this journey strong and supple our bodies take on this walk being close and stopping along the way for the other to take a breath laughing and singing as we round corners still climbing 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 such pretty baubles does life bring to decorate our tent so soft a bed to lay together to watch the stars child likenesses of us we bring to share such happiness and joy to love giving them comfort and holding their hand, and still we climb. The thrill of sharing ourselves as we explore and climb, each following the other, never tiring, always climbing. Separate steps now they find, and paths meet up along the way, each climbing. The hands now hold the rocks and steady us as the path has become too steep for two. Still we climb. It is not joyous, no laughter is heard along the way. The sound of our own voices is only heard, as each of us has found the solitary path. I am not climbing. I have stopped. Mm. Wow. That last Ooh. line, very powerful, very like a punch there. At it the is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it I like is. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a punch to me as well because, yeah, yeah I stopped. Yeah. And that decision, whenever that was made. and Yeah you know, there's some power in that. It is. Yeah. In that decision. It took me actually to COVID to actually break the, break the marriage. I was married for a very long time, mm-hmm. probably what, 36 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it took a long time and soul searching for me to say, that's it. I've had, mm-hmm. I've had my share and I really do need to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when it happened in COVID. Yeah. 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 Um, I just love this conversation because this is so real. And I think so relatable for everybody listening. It's just, uh, there's, um, yeah, it's, um, so what would you say you're most proud of maybe about your book or is there a specific poem in the book that you're the most proud of writing? I'm the most proud of actually doing it. Yeah. Getting it out there. Um, I really left it for my children mm-hmm. for when, they try to understand their mother, yeah. um, what made me tick. I'm talking about when I'm dead and gone, but mm-hmm. they may get something out of the poems about me because children see their parents in a completely different light of what they are. 
we're yeah. there perpetual mum and dad um we don't actually have a personality <laughs> if you know what I'm saying yeah we're just mum right <laughs> so to try and find they try if they ever try to find who I ever was it's yeah. in those poems yeah. yeah oh yeah it's amazing um I can I can I think you know everybody can relate to that too of, of only mm. seeing their parent as the mom or the dad but there's mm. um yeah the personalities <laughs> right or the, you know, yeah, whatever, you know, a person faced with yeah. their parents. Um, who would you say your book would appeal to and why? I think, I think it would appeal to adults um, of every age um, because it discusses things in a light way. Some mm-hmm. of them go a little bit deep, like that last one I wrote. But going in too deep makes it unpopular. Mm. A little bit like um, Leonard Cohen is only for some people. They say Leonard Cohen, has, you've got to take a razor blade. But I quite find his music and his and his poetry beautiful. It's, um, it comes from a very dark place, but it mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not and many people do like it. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's a particular song of his. I can't remember what it is that... Um that I, I, I enjoyed, I can't remember the name of it, but that the interesting part of that, I think too, is the, the balance or the understanding that um, sometimes it's okay to look at those darker places or it's okay to explore those places yeah. um, because there's something there that probably wants to be said or heard mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever that might be for a person. And so yeah. I, I think for so long, that type of exploration has been, um, pushed out of people with all the self-help and, and things. And I know I've been guilty of this over the years too. Just, just don't look at it and pretend it's not there. You know what I mean? And, and that, that's not helpful yeah. either. So being able to find that balance of the going deep, but not getting stuck there, but then also understanding that that's, I guess that cycle of living, that cycle of life, that it's, mm. um, it's part of the, it, it's all part of it. It is. It's like when you're a child, you're scared of the dark. Mm-hmm. You're scared of what could be there in the dark. Mm-hmm. but as you get older you're you're not so scared of the dark you're more scared of your own emotions yeah of showing them yes yeah, yeah exactly that that's very true that, that's so true my guest this week has been marianne wright author of the book a short book of poetry and thoughts to share and marianne before we close out today do you have any closing thoughts for the listeners or anything you'd like to share um, that we haven't covered today I would just wish everyone to be their best and to, and to love themselves because yeah. we're all flawed and we all um, should love ourselves, warts and all. It's We are beautiful to be made the way we are and we're all unique, but we all possess the same emotions. Yeah. We all house them in a different way. So, yes, be yourselves and enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like we touched on earlier, remember, um, you're not alone. <laughs> no, you're never alone. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Marianne, this has been such a great conversation. Your poetry is, is, is amazing. I loved hearing it. And, uh, thank you for sharing it with us today. It's a great honor to be with you, to talk with you. Thank you very much. Yes. Lane. You're welcome. Thank you. You, can, you can find more about the book, a short book of poetry and thoughts to share on Amazon. And I'll link to the book in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.